2: going to turn that off to another happy pod (laughs) the only podcast in the world my name is nathan as always i'm joined by some cunt his name is lawrence hello hello (laughs) no one cares because you need to tell us what this show is all about lawrence nathan this is
1: the show where we get together we talk about pop culture we talk about movies tvs (laughs) i did it again we don't talk about tvs (laughs) no i got a new one recently we can talk about that no, if you go want to on. go on it's just a TV oh okay fair enough well, it's a good TV it's a good size yeah, it
2: is Let's get, just fucking do the thing.
1: Uh, we avoid all the toxic nonsense that so often clouds uh, the 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 discourse surrounding uh, popular things. You have uh, no idea as... what you're saying.
2: Whenever, no, I don't. When you start that one, you have no idea where that's going to. I,
1: I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, <can tell. laughs> I thought I was hiding it quite well, but clearly not. No, not at all. Damn, you could see it in my eyes. But anyway, yeah, we avoid toxic bullshit. That's what we do. We have a good
2: time, don't we, Nathan? We do indeed. Um, one of these. I reckon. Oh, wait, I've lost it. Here it is. Another happy question.
1: There's been no fucking around with you recently. It's been straight in the theme song, theme song. Let's Extreme, go. Streamline
2: it. Let's go, baby.
1: Okay, well, if you don't know Nathan, um, and for the people that may not know, uh, what we do is I ask Nathan a question at the start of every episode. It usually pertains to the thing we're talking about today, that is After Sun, uh, the movie. Uh, so, Nathan, the question I have for you is, quite simply, I, I want to know, and so do the listeners, about your least favourite holiday you've ever been on.
2: In terms of, like, family holidays, I've only ever really been on one.
1: Call them out. Was it a bad one? Did Carl take you to Benidorm? Well,
2: we'll see, won't well, we'll we'll see, won't we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: we will see. Uh, so what I do is I ask Nathan that question. We, we'll touch back in with him at the end. I have not forgot to collect his answer. That is something we do to keep you listening and engaged. Lord knows you definitely will skip it. But anyway, Nathan, how are you today? Um, I'm good.
2: I'm ready to discuss this movie.
1: <laughs> it's been a long time trying to get you to like... Well, not not too long of a time to get you to watch this, but I feel like I've been bugging you about it recently.
2: Well, last week, famously, you fucked up. I have no recollection of this. So. We, well, I do. Um, and the listeners do. Oh, no. <laughs> we we had to improvise at the last minute, throw together an episode where we just like fucking went. I don't know. Let's let's just talk about cinema, I guess, and see what the fuck happens. Um, we actually had a fun little discussion, to be honest. It was quite good. And then we like went through how you're like a big wanky pretentious cun who like. Loves like French noir cinema and all this, and yeah. like how I just like being entertained and a bit of a dumb cunt, really. But um, following on from that, we we decided, well, let's let's see it through. Let's let's follow through on this. Let's watch one of Lawrence's wanky art movies and see what happens. And yeah, here we are.
1: I'm going to preface this podcast by saying. Yesterday, Nathan texted me uh <laughs> two things that were quite funny, given that I've already seen the movie um i'll will reveal the other one later but the the main takeaway that you had um <laughs> was was that you were like you were just feeling very uneasy watching this movie
2: I was yeah because i because I went into it knowing literally nothing, like not a single. I knew the name after Sun. And that was literally it. Not a single plot detail, literally nothing other than the name. I hadn't even seen a frame of footage. So You like to go into movies quite blind like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a better experience more more often than not. But then like throughout this movie I was just feeling a, a sense of dread for the first half of it. I was like, Oh something bad's gonna happen, man. Like <laughs> it's some some shit's going on and I really do not have the fucking mental capacity. <laughs> To, to watch that right now, so I, so I just texted you straight up, yo, give me a trigger warning, is this girl going to get sexually assaulted? <laughs> <laughs> because I just do not have the headspace to
1: watch that right now. I, I was stuck in that moment, because I was like, look, She doesn't, but the film will still absolutely violently fuck you up towards the end. At least in my boat, it did. Okay.
2: But you love this movie. You've been praising it to the high heavens. You've been saying it's reinvented cinema or whatever. I, I think it's a really interesting
1: movie. I think it does, like... This is kind of what I was saying, because uh, I think I brought it up a few times last week as well. Uh, this is kind of what I was saying. It's it's when when someone can use film to do like everything, like when it fires on all cylinders. Like it's using the sound and the score, the the cinematography, the performances, and it's not just relying on like standard stuff. Like it's not relying on like basic coverage of like a mid shot. I haven't seen something put together like this in a while and I think if I was the person making it, for half of it, putting it together in the editing process, I would have been like is this good? I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know how it will land Um, I just, I, fi- I find it I've always said I like a bold swing and I think, although this doesn't maybe present itself as like a bombastic fucking swing, uh, it's definitely a fucking brave movie that could easily I mean, this is a directorial debut, I think it easily could have tanked this woman's name. If it hadn't been received
2: the way it was but anyway where, where where are you at with it i have i've i've also looked up nothing about like the movie in terms of like themes analysis and all that sort of shit i've i've left it completely um, just my own reaction to the movie but what I have gone on I have gone on to Rotten Tomatoes and just taken a look at the reception and <laughs> you are right it is, it is being received quite well <laughs> which enough leads, up. Which leads up. me to believe that maybe there's just something broken within me because <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was this movie Was it a movie? This was the fuck. Okay. You know how I feel about the movie boyhood. Uh, yes I do yeah it's genuinely for me the worst movie I've ever seen in my personal opinion okay yeah this is getting close to boyhood
1: oh give off no you are, this you, is... there is
2: something broken in you this, this was like when you said like you know it's it's firing all cylinders and it's hitting cinematography sound design acting fucking like what and I hate to say that especially on this podcast but like I genuinely do not understand what the fuck I watched yesterday. I will tell you what, I made a mm. fucking point as well to not touch my phone throughout the movie. The one time <laughs> I did, I paused it so I could text you and okay. then I pressed play again and put my phone back away. I didn't touch my phone for the entire movie because I wanted to stay engaged and actually take in the story. But what story? I'm going to
1: take a moment to diagnose you here and say that you have
2: If you say some fucking Iron Man shit right now. No, no, no. Okay. I'm going to
1: say I'm going to say that you have I'm going to I'm going to define this as best as I can, and it would be popcorn brain. No,
2: this is not popcorn brain, because there was nothing to this movie. It was just a shit family holiday for two hours. Genuinely tell me, no
1: bravado for the podcast. Is that genuinely all you thought about it?
2: It was... No. Okay, no. No, it's not. (laughs) It was... A, a, Sorry, yes, you're absolutely right. It was a shit family holiday that was also sprinkling in little footage of trying to be something clever and giving you the absolute fucking bare minimum hints oh. of something else along the way so that when you don't fully understand what's going on you feel like a fucking dumb cunt and therefore the fucking makers and fans of this movie can feel elitist because oh we get it we get the real cinema we know what this is but you don't get it because you're a dumb cunt even though they give you like fucking a quarter of a scene of what is actually going on and then be like great have fun I don't get it, Lawrence. I don't get it. It's, it's hard to talk to you. Sometimes. And it means it to be angry.
1: Did it? I couldn't tell. It did yeah? <laughs> I I feel like what you're having is an incredibly rational stance. And, a, and oh right, I don't even know where to begin. I, this is like Maverick all over again. This is when I present you with something good and you go. Ugh. Maverick was at least fun to watch. All right, I think I think your stance. That this is intentionally elitist. I don't think it is at all. I do. I think it, no. I just think it's for a different audience than you. Genuinely. Maybe. Because like you, you, you've said, you've said this, and we, we said this, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to regress because last week I think we genuinely touched on some really interesting shit, right? Oh, it's so th- you've said so many things. Pick
0: <laughs> 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 <The next one. laughs>
1: right alright I'll tell you what here's, here's my take on the movie the movie right at the broadest fucking sense yeah it is all in all about a shit holiday
2: yes but it's also a shit holiday where suddenly 20 years in the future for no reason but it's that's the fucking reason it's the point
1: what I've, is the right. point you say it's the point but what is the point I'll go on a spiel here but don't interrupt me because I want to tell you the spiel cause... I'm using my mic <laughs> no don't mute your mic no, I'm mute. I'm muted <laughs> he's muted his mic <laughs> right this film to me at least and th- 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 this could be wrong. This is maybe not the way Charlotte Wells, the writer and director, intended it to be to be seen. Because she's she's been on record as saying, like, the only thing she's really given away about this movie is that it's about her relationship with her dad who uh, killed himself. So it's like a personal thing for her. But anyway, I went into this and I was like you. I, I exactly was like, it gets to the point where I'm going, is there a plot? What the fuck is going on? What is the hype surrounding this movie? But... And this is where I think it does come together again on a on a second viewing, and I also think that I definitely miss shit on the first thing, as I'm going to say now, whether you like it or not, you absolutely fucking will. Did <laughs> uh, this is a movie about a a daughter and her father, uh, a father who is immensely struggling uh, both financially and mentally, and is worried that he's basically given his daughter nothing. So the last thing he could do for her, I don't know whether he goes into this holiday thinking that he will take his own life. Uh, I don't know if that's something that he's pre-considered, uh, but it reads very much as um, a kind of exercise in memory. And the way, the way I want to say this, and I, please feel free to interrupt me. I know I said don't interrupt me, but if, you, if you're not following, <laughs> his mic is still muted, he's gesturing. This film is kind of a retrospective look, as Sophie as an adult who has recently become... A mother uh, is a retrospective look into her looking upon the last memories she has of her dad before he took his own life at the end of that holiday. And almost kind of recontextualizing like how she was unable to see the suffering that he was having, how it's definitely in line with some suffering that she is currently feeling. And I think the cinematography and the way that works is it. it's a movie that is very sporadic. I'll give you that. Like you can't tell what this movie is doing. And that's because it is entirely based on memory. Sophie is watching these memories back and they are obviously triggering memories for her, not in the sense of like she's affected by them, but they're, they're triggering other memories there it's a sen- it's a sensory experience and that's why sometimes the scenes that connect to each other don't necessarily align but then like they're connected by like a sound like there's banging on the top of the pool roof and then it cuts into the banging of her trying to get into a hotel room and it's her piecing stuff together and i think that like the camera work does that because it's again it's a sensory thing a lot of the time she'll remember something like the dirt on a table which is reflecting her dad in it more so than she'll just remember, like, a straight shot of her dad. I don't know, it's, it's, because you, right, it is an absolutely fucking extremely complex movie to sum up, right, you can't, because it is, I think, deeply personal, but I think to say that it's nothing other than a shit holiday is, like, beyond reductive.
2: I don't know this director, I don't know her life, I don't know her story, don't know anything about it, okay? Yeah. If it's a deeply personal movie, great, I'm sure it's great for her. I don't know her. I don't know her personal life. I don't know that her dad killed himself. I don't know mm. any of that going into this movie. And yeah, Should yeah. I need to to enjoy a movie? No, absolutely not. But I think it comes across I think
1: I don't think you need to know it to understand this movie is about fathers, daughters and depressive episodes and life. I don't I don't think I, I think that comes across clear as day. Not for me, mate. What what did you think mm. you were watching in like the scenes where he's crying keeled
2: over and I he's like, spitting oh, on his yes, reflection yes, in the mirror? Okay. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, obviously this guy has issues maybe he's depressed but i don't know do you maybe want to communicate that to me you don't need to was it not down. obvious no no it, it wasn't this is the thing this is the shit that pisses me off you sitting there and saying mm. was it not obvious no lawrence it wasn't did you did you need him to turn around and say by the way I'm no, depressed"? no i fucking did i'm getting pissed off now i didn't need him to look into the barrel of the camera and say i'm depressed okay but what I do need is more than one fucking sporadic scene of the guy mm. fucking sitting naked on the bed crying. Okay, literally yeah. one fucking shot. And then also the, the there was one sequence of him maybe in a nightclub or maybe dancing somewhere. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was cut throughout the movie. And then it yeah. showed up again at the end. And still, I do not have a clear image of what that is. And that was cut throughout the movie and placed in here and there. It's clearly of some kind of importance... Because it shows up all the way throughout here. But they never show me what that is. They just keep coming back to it. They keep saying, oh, this is something important. And then at the end, we see that his adult daughter is there as well. But maybe that's the actual reality. Because, well, from what you're saying, I guess he's dead at this point. I don't know. I need more. Did you genuinely
1: not pick up on the fact that he's dead at the end of the movie? No. I don't know how you watch movies. I just, gen- I, I thought that was.
2: You watch it. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. I sat down and I watched it. I watched I know, the movie. I
1: know you. I know that you. I don't understand how you would have watched this and not. Like, that is quite
2: clearly. I get when it's cut in and. Wait, like... Right, I'm a fucking dumb cunt, clearly. All right. So please, <laughs> please explain to me that. Any significant scene which indicates that this guy's dead? Was it him walking through the door at the end?
1: Uh, I think the entire movie... So the entire movie obviously leans into the point that it's uneasy and that something is happening. Uh, he has a very clear line about how he didn't think he'd make it to 30. He definitely won't make it to 40. Um, the, the fact that she's looking over the footage and as she looks over the footage of her dad on the camcorder in the modern day stuff I guess uh, she's crying um, she's crying? That, yeah
2: she looks pissed off to me well she probably is an element of pissed off See, I thought their relationship was strained I thought something had happened they weren't talking anymore and because like and the reason I thought that is because again that fucking nightclub sequence whatever it was she showed up and they seemed to be arguing they like seemed to have like some kind of altercation and she like pushed him yeah, yeah. away from her and stuff.
1: Stuff. See, I, I but the fact that they intercut that, and it, right, it is intercut throughout the movie, but it does find its significance in like the last ten or so minutes of the film. Um, the, the, and again, I don't know if this is right, but this is my interpretation of it. Is that it's essentially the last moment that she, so right, keep it. This is such a fucking complex thing to explain. Um, keep in mind that the whole thing is an, is not is a fucking exercise in in memory and reminiscing, or not reminiscing, because that's like. Okay nice but
2: see, this is what pisses me off as well because this this thing that you're saying about like the whole thing is an exercise in fucking in memory and it's all the reason it's in sequential is because it's all based on memory okay Mm. that i never picked up on that okay i guess that makes sense now that you're saying and explained it to me is the
1: theme not introduced when i don't know if it opens like this but it's at least very early on in the movie that it's revealed that sophie is watching back and adult sophie is watching through like surely that
2: introduces the theme of when I, i don't remember I don't remember an adult Sophie watching through. For me, I remember adult Sophie watching. That's her. That's her that watches the TV. Yeah, like right at the end. No, no, no. It's it's in the middle as well. It's in the middle and it's at the uh, It's in the beginning, middle and end. I'm fairly confident. Okay. Well, I only picked up on the end. For me, I guess I just (laughs) thought that was a random woman who showed up. Were you you texting me? (laughs) No, I wasn't. It wasn't even on my phone. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, keep in mind it's a it is a thing in memory. I, I view that kind of nightclubby sequences. That there's a there's a kind of a motif in the movie about dancing. Like what, at one point Callum refuses to dance with his daughter. Um he refuses when to it's the karaoke. It's the karaoke, yeah. Um
2: also karaoke choice, um losing my religion, be on the nose.
1: How is it on the nose? Who's what
2: it? is it on the nose of if you didn't fucking understand any of it, Nathan? Who's in her faith in her dad.
1: Right. Well, your one critical analysis is sound. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, you
2: don't have the right to call anything on the nose after your take on this movie. Fuck you. Yeah, because I'm just because <laughs> I because me and the rest of the masses are just dumb and we don't get real cinema. But it's not the masses, is it? Because well, you have said is. it yourself. This movie has been well received. And yeah, understood. by by you and all your mates. But it's but not not just like, by me and you, all my money. If, like, fucking hell, if you showed this, like, this is a making money. I, d- I don't know how true that is, to be honest. I, d- I don't know. I doubt a large number of people have seen this movie. But I if it... Uh, probably not.
1: But it, but it but that's because it's not the movie that people click on. But it's the one that I think when people click on, they'll be rewarded, especially if they're interested in experiencing stuff outside of normality. I get it's not the most accessible movie in the world, but it shouldn't have to... There comes a point where I think hands hands of audience members need to stop being held, and they need to watch it and have a thought about it. Do, do, do you see where I'm coming from? And I don't mean I that do. to sound... Nobby,
2: I d- yeah, no, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair point. I do see what you're saying there. But I I'm not someone who needs their handheld, though. And I struggled with this movie. Yeah, you're saying I'm a dumb cunt.
1: No, I'm not, because that's and that's why I interrupted you earlier and said I know you, which is why I'm so surprised you didn't pick up on any of that. At least some of it. Like I, I'm gen. I'm genuinely shocked that some of those things didn't come through to you. Well, I, I have no idea where to go because I can't ask you an opinion on something you don't fucking like. No, go have a thought no, no, on. No, no, try go. You said about the like the cinematography and stuff. What is it that you didn't like about it? Like,
2: there was nothing I didn't like about it. It was just nothing that stood out and blew my mind. There's some good shots. Some great shots even. But there's nothing that was like fucking ah oh, this redefined cinema
1: see I, I don't know if they're necessarily great like my enjoyment of the cinematography is that it's kind of it's kind of not perfect um because it's not like it it's like if you worked out like the amount of it that's camcorder footage it's probably less than like fucking 10% of the actual movie yeah probably. What I like about it is that it's not perfect. Like, people aren't framed centre frame. It's not got, like, the fucking... Everyone has a wank every time they fucking put out a yellow light. It's... There's no... There's none of that stuff, really. It's not flashy or impressive. It's just, like...
2: It's a bit samey.
1: I think that's a location problem. Because I
2: agree with you. L on Turkey. Um... <laughs> it's no it's it's a bit like i think there's a lot of shots which are like oh here's someone in frame they're slightly off center and we're also going to very slowly pan towards the left or right as we yeah. and as we're filming this and also very slowly zoom in if this is the cinemat if this
1: is cinematography that you thought was a bit samey what the fuck do you think of 90 other percent of movies that are, that are all shot the exact same fucking way
2: i don't think movies are shot the exact same way as this
1: a lot of Like high budgets, the wrong word, but a lot of like common stuff, a lot of like stuff that is popular or, or accessible to masses. You can say Marvel, it's fine. No, 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 because I don't, no, I, I don't, genu- I genuinely don't just mean Marvel.
2: I think a lot of stuff in Marvel is shot like shit. Yeah. It's just standard fucking two shots or whatever. I'm not saying anything in fucking Marvel is better than this.
1: No, no, I know. I know. I'm know. i not trying to frame you as saying like th- <laughs> this is worse than Marvel or whatever. Like what I'm saying is, I don't know, like if you, if you, not that you have a problem with it, cause that's not what you're saying. But like, if you think that this is samey, I, I don't know how, you, like, do you not, See that everywhere else? Do you not th- do you not think that at least this is trying to do something more interesting? And yeah, it does become a bit samey and a bit one note at times, and especially because a lot of it's set in the same like three locations, like the the turk the bar in the hotel, the hotel pool, and the room. It can come across as a bit samey. But like, do you not see it as though like at least it's like trying to adhere to the theme it's set up, which is like sensory. A lot of the time you're focused on a dirty table or a reflection in a mirror or like an offset of like we're looking at the camcorder but not the, what the called a shooting. Like, do you not find that stuff at least... Like, it's attempting to do something more interesting than the norm.
2: Yeah, I just don't give a shit, though. (laughs) Like, I'm just... I'm sorry. I know this makes me sound like such a cunt, but I just... I don't care. I just I don't, don't. I don't care. think it does make you sound like a
1: cutter, because I like I went into this knowing this is either gonna this is either gonna hit for you or miss for you. I didn't think it would miss to this extent. I am interested to know why on earth you thought this would hit for me. It's tough because I, I I you you have two modes for me or at least the way I perceive your film enjoyment. And tell me if I'm wrong because this is just how I see you to a degree. And we spoke about this again last week. Like there is there are elements of you where you are like and same with me. Uh, but like oh I want to just kind of like switch off my brain and enjoy some stuff and there are other elements of you where you like to like feel the emotional weight of stuff like the whole i would argue again correct me if i'm wrong the main reason you're interested in star wars and for a long portion of time your one of your favorite characters was anakin was because of the like the emotional fucking plight that he goes on in like across games movies tv fucking comics everything so I don't know, I just thought an element of you would be like, not to draw like the like all the both fathers in this, but like an emotional resonance is something that tends to stick with you, which is why I thought this genuinely might be something that you would look at and go, I'm not in a rush to put this on again. I've watched it twice in a month. And it's, for me, it's heavy and I don't want to watch it again. At least no time soon.
2: Yeah.
1: But like, I don't think this has to be anyone's favourite film for them to still view it
2: as like something, like a really interesting body of work. My issue with Boyhood is that it's not a movie. <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's not a movie. It's a series of fucking home videos that are some for some reason scripted and starring Patricia Arquette and fucking <laughs> <laughs> stitched together over fucking seven years for no reason, just to be a gimmick, and then yeah. gone, here you are, here's a movie. It's just like, say, fucking home videos, okay? It's it's It's, they marketed it with the, look at us, we kept the same actor that filmed across like 20 years or some shit yes exactly and because of that there's no story to me this this was similar when you're saying i enjoy stuff with you know like deep emotional connection and that sort of thing you're absolutely right but part of that is a good story that goes along with it. For this, there was no story for me. And I know about, like, fuck it, I get what you're saying. Like, the sensory elements and all this afterthought and all this shit. Okay, I get that. I get that. But the movie, as it's presented, it's it's not a it's not a story for me. The, the stuff that I was
1: appreciating, when I say, like, the sensory stuff, like, you shouldn't excuse that for it having, like, a thin plot. Because I, I absolutely agree with you. That stuff, I think, is just really awesome directing and, like... Not behind-the-scenes stuff, because, like, no one else was making those decisions, but, like, I just think it's a good, technically...
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
1: made movie the cinematography works for what it's trying to do i think the sound and the score i think the score is fucking lovely like i've just had the score on while i've worked before it's very it's very good to just like turn your brain off and couldn't just... pick
2: out a single score from a single fucking piece of music from this movie oh, see, now me. now i know you're trying to piss me off oh, <laughs> i couldn't though oh sorry chumba early fucking <laughs> naughties hits chumba womba <laughs> and losing my religion
1: there are they are in it to be fair I'll
2: give you that (laughs) you picked up two there you need to give yourself more credit
1: no because I know I know what you're saying but for me I think the story in this is it, it pairs with the sense of dread and which you I know you definitely felt obviously yeah um it, it pairs with the... It does feel long, but I know that at the end of this movie that I'm not fully understanding, I know that this dread is, hasn't been for nothing. I know that something's going to happen. But then it doesn't. But I think... See, I think it does. That's where I think your, <laughs> your media literacy has failed, you know? But I think I, it's quite but clear.
2: Because ex- I still don't understand. Like, when did he kill himself? Of, well, it's so...
1: Ties into the sensory thing, but there's not a moment we see him fucking get the belt out. Like, there's... You don't get that in the movie because it's very much implied. He says goodbye to his daughter um and the the tape cuts out and that's when we see it pan round and reveal that it's sophie yes uh, as an adult and that's obviously the tape has ended now yes. you you're you're 80 years old you remember those tapes and when they would just stop and that's the sign that you need to wind them back and start them again yeah. So when it stops, we know that's it. We know the holiday has ended. That, to me, is a clear sign that she's watching it back, and that's where it ends. When we pan round to her, she doesn't get up to rewind it back. She doesn't get up to put in a new tape. That, for me, is quite clearly sign- signifying the end of it. Then it pans back round again, and I think that's, that's my interpretation. That might not be correct. But I think when it pans round again, and we now see... You know it's a bit of an arty fucking shot but when it does the 360 uh, pan round and this time we're now watching callum put his camcorder away and we're seeing for him what happened after that footage where he turns around and walks out and you see him walk through the doors and he goes into that nightclub-y nightclub y rave yeah. stuff yeah when you see that for me it ties back to what happened like 10 minutes prior in the fact that he's like encouraging sophie to dance he's getting up he failed her earlier with the karaoke. He's now getting up, trying to make her dance. She's not having it. She's grown distant because she notices something's wrong with her dad this holiday. And I, for me, when you intercut them two together, it's adult Sophie. Like you said, they're having some sort of altercation in the nightclub version of it. it. The music turning very orchestral and a different version of that. Is it, is it a David Bowie song? Oh, it's Under Pressure, it is David Bowie. Um... Again, Under Pressure. <laughs> you want to talk about On The Nose? That's the On The Nose one. <laughs> the song is called Under Pressure. Under Pressure's queen. Oh, it is queen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you're right. I apologise, everyone. <laughs> it's still called Under Pressure. <laughs> yeah, but it's not by like David Bowie. I got it. I got it a bit right. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. But no, I think... So it cuts together with uh, young Sophie not wanting to dance and older Sophie grabbing onto him in the nightclub sequence, which is clearly something she can't fucking do right because it's it's designed to be that he's not in a nightclub we it'd be very weird if he just arrived at a nightclub again it's the sensory thing he's not there that's clearly him i can't decide if it's like some sort of like afterlife situation or whether the it's the situation that you've
2: been trying to explain to me how he's dead for five minutes and i still because don't it's a fucking thought. get it because like none of what you're saying to me Is showing me he's dead. This is the thing. It's all this fucking abstract interpretations. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Just don't get fucking mad at me when I don't get it. And I'm not, I don't mean you specifically. I mean (laughs) fucking film cunts, okay? Don't act like I'm a dumb cunt because I didn't go, oh, obviously he fucking killed himself. When it's the most fucking intricate, fucking abstract interpretation shit ever. It's not but, obvious, all right? But, but sorry but I you... didn't fucking study film for six years. <laughs> Neither did know I. The fucking ins and outs of Tarantino's fucking ass crack to know that this guy killed himself because he walked into a fucking nightclub. This is why this shit pisses me off. But it's...
1: <laughs> I, again, I just... I think that boils down to... And, and again, I'm not saying you necessarily, but I think this is... I think that boils down to a handheld thing. If it's not said on screen, if it's not... But so th- blatantly it obvious like it, you you know, But, it, but, it removes, but the, ambigu- the ambiguity of it if it was spelled out to a finer degree it removes interesting elements of the movie which which allow
2: people like, to talk like about what, it. your audience knowing what the fuck it's about no because most people <coughs> got that i ge- genuinely most people got that I, see, I, I can't disagree with that because fair enough but i don't know it th- this is why i have a problem with this shit though do you can you see at least where I'm coming from? Or do I just I can I see I can like a a where you're coming from, time.
1: but I just I I, look, I get I get where you're coming from. My thing is though, is that I just think it's a boring way to watch movies. I gen I genuinely think if you like if you if everything has to be understood I, and so clear. I,
2: no, 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 but I'm not saying that. Then what are you I'm saying? Not saying? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this is fine. This is fine. You can have this. Fucking take it. Run with it. I don't want it. But fucking take it and run with it, all right? Just don't get mad at me when I don't fucking get it, all right? Don't act like this is for everyone. Don't act like this is what all of cinema should be. No, I didn't. Because it shouldn't. I never said that. Mm. I said it last week.
1: You have to meet things on their own terms. And I also said that I think this is either a a big swing. For me, it hit. For you, it missed. And that's not a problem. I'm just saying that I think, I don't know. Right, I think maybe I'm saying you're stupid for not getting it. But I also think you're saying, up until what you just said, it came across as if you're saying, like, that's not clear. When I think it is. I think for a lot of people that is clear. And it's not, like, it's not pretentious. It's not, it's not pretentious and it's not, like, I didn't have to reach into a fucking well to pull out an abstract thing. It, I'm not mining the source for things i'm not like pulling at threads and hoping that i find some emotional resonance there because i think it's all there to be had i don't think that this movie is like vague and like maybe you can figure out what you think it means i don't fucking know like i don't think it's like that at all i think it's clearly communicating one thing and i think that like i don't know I i just think that's clear does that make sense uh
2: yes I disagree. I don't think it's clear at all. And this is where we shall end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that makes me a dumb cunt. Well, I but... never
1: said that! You said that! I,
2: I, I'm sorry, I just don't think it's clear. And I think That's that, fair. yes, this has a strong reception, but... I think the majority of people who have seen this film are fucking film bros. I don't think you're wrong in that sense. Yeah, because, but uh, I don't know, I don't don't know. I don't think this movie would have mass appeal at all. No, because there's no fucking, there's no fucking room for it. Exactly. See, and apparently that's a fucking dirty word. That's uh, having mass appeal is somehow a bad thing.
1: I don't, I don't think I'm saying that that's a bad thing at all. I'm saying that there is no room for it because people, a lot of people are unwilling to expand beyond their fucking horizon. I think a lot but, of people would be scared not, to watch this at but, fear
2: of not getting it. But do you not think there's an issue though as to why people feel like that when this is what they're presented with?
1: Yeah, and I and I completely agree because we spoke last week about like gatekeeping and like how a lot of how a lot of film bros will be like, you should watch this, and then when people don't get it, they're like, I knew you wouldn't get it, you MCU fucking nerd. Like I get exactly. that. I, I, I totally get exactly all of that.
2: like you've done this episode.
1: No, because I've no <laughs> right because I've just explained why I like it. I don't think I don't think you're an idiot for not liking it or not getting it. I just think you being reductive and saying I'm not that, being
2: reductive.
1: But you saying it's not clear, like a not clear But it's control. not. I it's think not it, no. Clear I think to me. It, I think it's it, not I clear think to it me. is. It's not I, clear but, to me. Right, and that's fine. But it's not. It's also not for you. It's not aimed at you. Like you're. You said it yourself. You're okay, not the so, target for this. So who is this aimed at? For people that like this kind of stuff, for people that like, like, introspective and, uh, ambiguously ended, um, kind of emotional stuff that is well directed and focuses less on a plot but more on a sensory experience of directorial skills and what film can be beyond mid-shots and, like, half-baked jokes. That's that's who I think this is for. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I also don't think there's anything wrong with not liking this. Do you see- do you see where I'm coming from? Or where I'm trying to come from? I do. I feel like last week and this week defeated you. (laughs) The one-two
2: punch of us being open and accepting and then this episode (laughs) following that last week. It's just something I struggle with. And I feel like this is a big part of why I kind of like changed my fucking the way I watch and enjoy film as well. I feel like this sort of shit is a big part of it because because movies well, like If movies I like If I or... wa- yeah. had okay. watched this movie, I don't know, 7 or 8 years ago, I'd have probably said I loved it. I'd have probably pretended that I fucking got it first time and then read yeah. up all the fucking interpretations like oh yeah I got that and, yeah, yeah, and all that sort of shit and I'd have been like oh if you don't like this you're a cunt or whatever that would have been me like I would have been that guy do you think that's what I'm doing? a little bit define I can't <laughs>
1: I, I mean I said I said this I said this earlier in the pocket at least I'm fairly certain I did I didn't get this fully the first time round I think my my enjoyment in this movie came from the fact that and again, this isn't the right way to do it and and your way isn't the right there's way There's no, it. Like,
2: there's no right way to watch a yeah, film Yeah
1: exactly but I think I, right just to sum it up I think this is I watched this movie and I I it didn't hundred percent land for me and then my enjoyment came from yesterday watching it again and going. This is the stuff I missed, and this is the stuff that I think is interesting, and I found it a really enjoyable experience, because I knew it was- I knew there was something there, because I like technically the way it was made. And then I thought the plot was lacking, so I watched it again, and the plot is still somewhat lacking, but I- I think I've discovered that it's not a movie that really centers around having- necessarily a a just a straightforward plot i think it's a movie that's more about the themes that it explores if you if you watch this for the first time and you never want to watch it again that's fair but then i think that distinguishes it from the people that this is for and this is the people that it's not for if that makes sense and that sounds like that sounds gatekeepy but like you've said it yourself this isn't really aimed at you this is something that you wouldn't necessarily pick out or want to watch
2: yes yes I, i i i see what you're saying if if you watch this and don't engage with it fine it's not for you move on yeah um but then my issue and I and I'm just I'm just having a fucking fight with a hypothetical scenario here, so I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I'm talking about clearly. But like, It's not hypothetical though. This happens all too often on well, Twitter. Exactly, and, yeah. But it's yeah. just it's just my issue is that like then well I say it's hypothetical, but I fucking I know people who would say this. Like if if you if if some of your mates on Twitter listen to this podcast, I say they're your mates, that's just a fun thing. <laughs> you just call them all the film bros, or all I know all of them apparently. Yeah. Um if if they like listen to this podcast, they like majority of them would be like fucking this guy. This guy just this guy doesn't get truce in the oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, I don't know. I just don't care, man. Just fucking <laughs> Oh. This just in the movie podcast where Nathan just doesn't care. I just, <laughs> no, I do, I do care. I do. This just. I know where you. I know where you're coming from. When you say like the plot is thin, for me it's fucking non-existent. But <laughs> all right, thin, whatever. Let's go with that. That that's that's my biggest issue. That's my biggest struggle. For me to get on board, I need something to connect with, and that nine times out of ten has to be a plot. If there's no story for me to enjoy, then why am I here? Just to just to watch a fucking. A shit family holiday? So like a plot is your access point, whereas the reason
1: I think I've enjoyed this is because I, I care less about that and I care more about the film being interesting. See, that just sounds so cunny to me. No, 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 but like, but I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because... It sounds like you are. No, 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 I'm, if that's how I'm coming across, that's genuinely not what I mean at all. Like what what I'm what I'm trying to say, I'll try and, I'm not very fucking articulate, but I'll try and fucking say it better. What I'm trying to say is like, people, in, people go to the movies for different things. People enjoy filmmaking, quote-unquote, as a craft. Like, they, the people will go and see it and go, right, there are cinematographers that will go and watch it for the camera work. There are editors that will go and watch it to see how well it's cut together. Yeah. There are directors that will go, what choices were made here? How's the framing? How does everything connect? And there are there are casual moviegoers, which you said last week, you are, you identify more so as yeah. recently. And there are the people like me that I think care less about having a good time rather than seeing what the movie does.
2: What, what, what does that mean, though? What it does?
1: Well, like the, the how it all connects together, how the movie, as I've said numerous times across the last couple of weeks, how a director can use every tool at the disposal.
2: But but surely they're not though, if it, if they're more focused on, like you say, what whatever it does, rather than having a plot. And... Well, all right, but
1: then but then my my rebuttal to that would be. I would rather the movie was well directed, had good cinematography, uh, was was lit nicely, uh, had great performances. I would rather all of those four things and it not have a plot than a lot of stuff that you see, which has two of those things at best, including a plot. No, I wouldn't. Not me.
2: But but, but that's and, that, and that's what I'm saying.
1: That's the that's the thing that you think I'm sounding cunty for. I'm saying it's not wrong to want five of those things it's not wrong to only give a shit about having one of those things do you not feel
2: like this movie would be better if it actually had a plot though
1: no I, I genu- and I know that sounds fucking idiotic why but But because for me, I think it lands on a thematic level. I think it gets across, at least for me, what I think the movie is trying to say about parenthood, about the frailty of life, about like depression, about all manner of things. And those are not necessarily things that I can't connect with most of those fucking things. But I like the way that the story tells it. I I It's not the story. I like the way that the movie makes me feel that. Like, this for me felt reminiscent of childhood holidays that I'd been on with, like, the fucking shit armbands. It felt nostalgic to be watching something through the lens of, like, a fucking 90s video camera. It felt, I don't know, it, the
2: whole thing to me just felt I feel like the reason it felt like that is because it was. Yeah. Like, it was a film, like, it was a home video of a fucking late 90s, early noughties family holiday.
1: Yeah, but I I also think, like, if that's its realism, I also think thematically, the scenes where we see um, Callum running into the ocean and there's a moment where you think, like, did he die? Is he dead? Did he just kill himself? Uh, And I think those moments are communicated well because the sound effects rise up and drown out the noise of the ocean. I think the moments where you get to see Callum crying on the bed, when you remember that this is a a memory exercise for Sophie, recalling events that happened to her, I think that's the most obvious indication that Callum is upset. And for me, I think it's quite clear that that probably didn't happen. It's just how she's seeing her father must have reacted because it's raw, he's naked, he's crying. It's not something that Callum probably just did. I I think... I don't know. Th- those are the main reasons I like it. Because I don't think it needs a plot to succeed on telling me what it's trying to tell me. And I just think
2: sometimes that's interesting. Maybe I'm being gatekeeping now, but I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> How have we 180'd this <laughs> I But I feel like the most basic thing a movie needs is a plot. I See, I totally disagree. Well, what is a
1: movie? I t- I know what I know the trap you're trying to get me to fall into. No, I'm not I'm trying going... to
2: get you to fall into any trap. I'm not doing cunning shit like that. I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to like f- figure this out f- from your point of view. <laughs> okay. Uh well, it, it, it,
1: it's kind of similar to how I described it. I think a movie is it ultimately is a story. Um and I know you're going to say yeah stories have plots and blah blah blah. I'm not going to say
2: anything I'm this. I'm just letting you explain. I'm I'm okay. not trying to Fucking Ben Shapiro gotcha. Yeah. I'm not trying to do any shit like that. One Nathan has idiots. destroyed me with facts and logic. <laughs>
1: I am a college student. Um, <laughs> No, right, okay, I, I think a movie is, it's something, it can, it, it can be a fucking, it can be a million different things, it can be the culmination of multiple stories, it can be a fucking, uh, it can be, right, I think at its core crux, it is a story, and that story can be told in a multitude of ways, it can be told in a linear plot, it can be told in a, a series of fucking images that spell out a feeling, I think it can be something that thematically resonates with you. I think you can look at everything everywhere, for example. There's, like, multiple times where the camera is just stuck on Michelle Yeoh's face in a close-up, and she's crying and light flashes around her. I think if you took that one shot out of the context of the movie, it still tells a story, because you're seeing a middle-aged woman in pain... As lights flash all around her, you're left with questions. You want to know more. I think I genuinely- I'm not think, watching,
2: But I'm not watching that shot for two hours though, am I?
1: No. And but but then that that's the thing. That's when it's not for you. That's not where your enjoyment comes from. For me, I like to watch obviously not that one shot for two hours, because that, yeah, that probably would be a bit fucking extended. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I like that. The vibe of that, I can get on board with that for two hours. And if that's not your entry point, if that's not how you like to in like uh, fucking like digest a movie or an experience or something, then that there's again there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it's I guess that's where we differ. And we said again, this is nothing new. We said all this last week. Did I answer your question? I don't know. Destroy
2: me with facts and logic. Oh yeah, that's not what I'm trying to do. I just I was <laughs> genuinely wanting to know because to me, like a movie is a story. And if you don't have a story, then it's not a movie. I think that your definition of what a, how a story can be told,
1: you're looking at it through a plot only lens. And if it doesn't have a plot, it fails to tell a story. I don't think
2: that's the case. I think. Can you give me an example of another movie without a plot that's enjoyable for you?
1: Not off the top of my head, but you, that's okay. I'm sure there's some, but I can't. I off the top of my head for the for being conscious of time, I can't just pull an example out of my arse. No, probably this yeah. <laughs> is what I would say. But I don't know. But I, look. At the risk, at the risk of being negative, did is there anything you liked? I oh, don't know, man. Um,
2: it was it was gay for a second. It was a bit gay in a few for a few moments. It was a bit gay. No, for like a second. No, that was a bit gay. Then Sophie's there was, gay. There, there was two two seconds of it being gay, and then I was like, well, maybe it's interesting. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> there wasn't no because again, I just I couldn't connect with it. Was you don't, you don't need to be for sorry me, for not liking it. Like, there was fine. nothing for me to connect with uh, yeah. at any point. Like I was like I I guess I kind of liked fucking Sophie and Cat as a Callum. I guess. Oh, yeah. But then I don't know, it also just felt intrusive at parts. I shouldn't be watching this.
1: Saying that as something you didn't like, I think that's not necessarily a negative. I think that's probably intentional. Probably. Because when you think about it, you're watching, like when it boils down to it, you're watching the intimate last holiday of a
2: family. Apparently. I didn't get that, but apparently... (laughs) See, that's, that's the one thing I'm genuinely confused about Like, I'm I Again, I've said, I said it earlier But I'm genuinely confused how it fucking came across But I don't know, I guess I'm just a damn cunt Anyway, <laughs> I didn't enjoy this movie It's not for me <laughs> Lawrence loved it and it's the second comedy of cinema So there you go I, I really liked it <laughs> I know, I know And that's okay Right,
1: play the theme song, Nathan Another happy question if you have skipped this part, uh, fair enough. Basically, what I do at the start of every episode is I ask Nathan a question. Today we were talking about After Sun, which as we have already spoken about, uh tells the story or Nathan would argue does not tell the story uh, <laughs> of a um of a holiday a pretty shitty holiday. So the basic question I had for Nathan was what is your least favorite holiday?
2: In terms of family holidays, I've um earlier I said I only had one, I was a lie, I've had two. Um abroad family holidays anyway. We always had like yeah. shit like camping ones or whatever. In 2001, I and the family went to Port not Portugal, uh Mallorca yeah two weeks we stayed at a resort very much like this where there was just like shit entertainment like um a group of people trying to get you up to sing a song and all this type of shit just, like <laughs> yeah i remember i was a kid i loved it it was it was a great fun today i would have hated it probably no i'd probably have fun with it um wh- what got up at the wedding you had a little dance at the wedding i did indeed um i think get a, get a few get a few drinks daniel i think you'd be as a child <laughs> as a child you'd be yeah, fun. yeah. I was, I'll, I'll have a shandy, please. That was me at the bar. Um, The reason why this is the... Out of the two, my least favourite uh, holiday is because... Uh, how old would I have been? I would have been uh, seven, I think. Seven or eight years old. Um, and I specifically remember being... <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell this. Being in the elevator of the hotel... Uh, going up to the room because I really, really, really needed a shit, um, <laughs> and and basically not making it in time and um, <laughs> filling up my little speedo. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, and after, I, I can't too remember. can't believe you told that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I shit myself in an elevator. <laughs>
1: As holidays go, I can imagine that probably isn't up there. Yeah. yeah. Not great. Not great. Come back next Friday doing more about Nathan Shims. Oh. That's terrible. That's a, I mean, thank you for your vulnerability. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> for sharing well. that. Fuck me. Next week, we're going to be doing this. Wowee. Uh, who knows? I can't remember. I think I have an idea. Nathan, is it the producers?
2: You don't, just fucking wrap it up, man. You don't need to say. We put in the clips, so they don't. So they know. You don't need this extra shit.
1: <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Uh, give us a little follow. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on uh, Instagram. We are also on TikTok. Uh, goes the clock, but the party never stops at the content farm. Uh, We are at another happy pod. Give us a follow. Let us know what you think. Suggest uh, a thing that you would like us to talk about. Unless it's the last of us, uh, we'll get round to that eventually. (laughs) Sorry, everyone, again. My bad. Um, Give us a little review. Nathan, how do they do that? I don't know. Um,
2: This episode broke me, man. Um, (laughs) You go to your podcast app of choice you go to the rating review system whatever it is you give us the top one not another one because they won't let you you gotta give us five stars ten stars two thumbs up one big old dick whatever it may be just give us the top rating system f- thing um, and then slag us off in the comments we don't care but just whatever just fucking do it now yeah bitch alright bye everyone bye Bye. bye. goodbye Goodbye,
1: everyone. Goodbye. Shut the fuck up! Goodbye, everyone. See you next week. Shut the
2: fuck up!